Welcome back to Edgework here on the Hammer Betting Network, a daily live NHL show, Monday through Friday, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Today is Thursday, April 27th, and we're looking at the Boston Bruins now up 3-2 in their series, heading back to Florida. The Colorado Avalanche down 3-2, heading to Seattle for Game 6. couple of swings in those series last night for the only two games that were on our, on the schedule last night, and then... Looking at tonight, so money, I mean, we have an opportunity here for the Toronto Maple Leafs to be the first team into the second round with that uh, with that Boston loss last night. So we'll recap last night's games. We'll look ahead to tonight's games, give out our best bets here today on the show. And uh, to help me break it all down today, joined by so money, Russ. Uh, so money, I'm going to you first. This has been an exciting week for you here. We look at the Oilers, couple wins. Look at the Leafs. You get out to a three-one series lead. How are you feeling? This is this is your. I don't even know what this is for you. This is just the best week you could possibly have to start here so far. Yeah, it's been a it's been a fun playoffs. Not only for the uh, for the end game results, but also but also in game as well. Like things have just been 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 lining up. This is a. This is one of those weeks that you that you remember throughout your whole uh, your whole career in betting. So, I'm uh, I've been I've been very fortunate, and uh, things are things are looking good. Russ, how are you feeling right now? We talked about the fact you are an Avalanche fan. So, I mean, to see them go down three two in the series, there's obviously that it takes away a little bit. But on the other side, we did discuss ahead of the head of the playoffs. You're your Devils futures that you were hanging on to, you saw them go down to nothing. You see them now climb back in the series 2-2 on yeah. the back of Akira Schmid. And are things starting to feel a little bit better? You're not as like down in the dumps or where, yeah. where are you at mentally? Yeah. yeah, no, the first week or so I was definitely concerned. Um, I've got these uh, series prices on the Leafs, series price on the Stars, and then of course the futures on the Devils. And yeah, to start that first uh, first week, all of those looked fairly poor or a little bit iffy and then uh, fast forward to just after game four and all of them look fairly good um yeah like you said the devils have have turned it around and figured it out um now on the flip side yeah being a fan the abs uh played you know they just haven't been playing well and you know the kraken have looked awesome and i think that was a little bit more expected last night um by me anyway with them missing nushkinen and uh kill mccarr being out but yeah i think they've got a battle on their hands so as a fan i'm i am concerned um about the abs for sure but uh, from a betting perspective doing pretty well so far i think you know in a good spot right now and uh can finally cash a series price tonight if the leafs take care of business so yeah i think we're all going to be uh rooting for the leafs tonight man well let's talk a little bit about that uh avs game last night there were there were two so we'll get to both of them just recapping them briefly but starting with the avs seattle game you go back to seattle now you're down three two in the series at no point here are you getting Landeskog back. Uh, your team is looking different than last year. Obviously, you lose a guy like Nazem Kadri, uh, Landeskog out the whole year, so those are big differences. Now you do get Kale McCarr back in this game. That adds a bump. It adds a little bit of a boost to the team. But even with that being said, you were still two-two with him in the lineup. If you're Colorado, you're going here down three-two into Seattle, where that barn looked like it was absolutely rocking the other mm-hmm. night. How do you kind of feel about your chances about taking this one in six and evening things up back going back to Colorado for seven if you are the Avs or has the their play to this point kind of just deterred you to the point of like, hey, I, I could really see Seattle taking this one. I don't know if the Avs can actually climb yeah. back in. 
Yeah, no, I uh, I definitely don't feel good. That game on Friday in Seattle is just going to be absolutely insane. That place is going to be nuts. Even last yeah. night they were showing clips of uh, you know the fans in Seattle watching the watching the game at their watch parties, and, and everybody was going nuts. It's it's actually amazing how they have garnered so much support for such a young team. Um, in such a short period of time. But no, I, if you're an Avs fan, if you're an Avs at all, an Avs backer, uh, you should be concerned. This team is is just not looking like they were, you know, the second half of the regular season. And they're nowhere near what they were last year. Uh, they're very much seeing, you know, some of these injuries. They are coming to fruition now. You know, you can kind of put a Band-Aid on them during the regular season and kind of hide some of them. But yeah, after, in a seven-game series, all of these inefficiencies they come out and um the seattle kraken are taking advantage of them so i'm a little bit worried about this uh this series and i yeah i could see the seattle going through they honestly they look like the better team right now it's a uh, it's kind of surprising but so money is there a buzz out there on the west coast are people in vancouver getting behind the seattle kraken right now as they're going th- going on this little first round run here I haven't noticed it i think that uh <laughs> once 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 the connect season ends um Usually during the Connect season, uh, we have fans that just like check out here. So, I they, they, they probably don't even know hockey's going on still right now. <laughs> that's what I saw people online saying. They're like, "Yeah, the people in Vancouver just uh, they've checked out. Like that's <laughs> that's it for them. Like I Canucks mean, done and oh, it's like, over. Stop <laughs> watching. Like yeah, like the like the weather's getting better. Everybody's like um, right. going out, hitting the beach and whatever. Like I mean, it's not gonna yeah." Nobody cares about hockey right now. <laughs> yeah. As far as uh, the Seattle-Colorado series goes for you, though, like what, what do you yeah. make of what's gone on so far? I'd be concerned if I was Colorado. And it's, uh, it's you know, it's kind of sad to see t- sometimes, too, when you have, like, these great teams that just, you just hit, like, a rough patch, right? Like, I mean, the Avalanche franchise, their team, they're, they're going to be fine long term. It's just, like, there's a lot of, a lot of external factors that all came together all at once for them. Like I'm, I've mentioned this before, but they did expect Landis Cog to be back, um, and then and then otherwise they would have addressed that addressed that depth issue, right? So he doesn't come back. You have well, they thought he, they were going to get twenty games out of him at the end yeah, of the regular season. Absolutely, yeah. And then and then whatever's happening with uh, with Nechushkin, like he's um, he he's not going to be around, right? Like and injuries injuries all season right so it's just all of these things that just just like came at them all at once and um and for seattle um it's not only just because colorado's had these struggles you have to give credit to the kraken as well they've they've played well they've been right there we've been saying all season if they get any sort of goaltending even at an just an above average level this team is going to be good and we're seeing that how good they can be if they get goaltending. So um, you have to give credit to the uh, Kraken as well. I'm not. I'm not going to say unequivocally that the series is over yet, but um, it 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 does look tough for Colorado right now to to go into Seattle, especially with uh, with their with their depth issues. 
Well, what do you make of what's going on in in the Boston series right now? You're going back to Florida for Game Six. Uh, you see the Panthers do a little bit of flip flopping of their uh, of their goaltending after Game One. It kind of seemed like all of a sudden Florida came out with a little bit of a new newfound energy yeah. within their team. Like you see them come out with a little bit more jump. I don't know if that was dragged out of them by Matthew Kachuk, but you see the comments Paul Maurice made about him last night, and you see you see this guy said he's a bunch of expletives gamer. That's that's what he is. He described his game because he's a guy that can just drag you in the fight and kind of change the tides of what's happening with the team. And now you're seeing Boston struggle with him a little bit. I was seeing some stuff online about Bruins fans panicking about Allmark even before last night's game. After the giveaway in overtime, which leads to the eventual Matthew Kachuk overtime game-winning goal, I can't imagine that they're in a very happy place this morning. But aside from that, I mean... Are you panicked at all if you are the Boston Bruins going into this? Like you, You've now kind of put a little bit more pressure on yourself, especially in the public eye, in terms of you were this President's Trophy winning team who made NHL history, and now you're up only 3-2 in this series, and this team's clawing back in. So when we did the, uh, when we did the previews, um, you asked w- w- where I think that this series finishes, and I said Bruins in three. Yeah. But... I also said that there could be a path here if Lyon struggles and um, and and Bobrovsky comes in and uh, c- kind of steals games, right? He he was awesome in Game Five. Um, if I'm Boston, I'm not I'm not panicked, but it is cause of concern, especially with Florida kind of starting to play themselves into this series a bit. Um, Yes, they did not deserve to win Game Five, but they were right there. And um, and Maurice mentioned this as well that um, Barkov um, was really sick heading into Game One, and now he's starting to get stronger and stronger every game. Um, Bennett is back, so um, I wouldn't be panicked, but um, you need to put them away in Game Six. And um, if you do make a goaltending change. I don't agree with it at this point because I think it's too it's it's too reactionary. Um, so that so those would be my concerns for the for, for the Bruins. I think they're still okay, but they better get the job done in Game Six because Florida in a Game Seven situation, playoffs are weird, and they've and they've got their they'd be at this position where they really shouldn't be. So um, and it's a Game Seven, so like. Things can happen. So if if I'm Boston, I better put them away in Game Six. Yeah. <clears throat> Zach, you're on mute. Zach's muted for some reason. <laughs> Anyways, no, I I, per- I completely agree with you. So yeah. many, um, you know, they have two chances here to win. Yeah. They have two chances to win one game here. You know, they have to go back to Florida for this next one, which will be super tough. But I agree with you. I don't think you need to switch goalies. I don't think you need to go with Swayman. One of the best goalies in the regular season, Olmark. And, you know, he just made a completely bonehead mistake at the end of that game. But other than that, the Bruins dominated that game, man. 47 shots on goal. Obviously, Bobrovsky can, you know, he does that every once in a while. But I don't know that I would trust him to do that three games in a row, which is now exactly what he has to do. So I completely agree with you. I think, um, you know, even going into this series, 
we had all kind of chatted about how the Panthers were live. I think even that number on them was a little bit long. And you're seeing that right now. You're seeing the fight um, that they have and the reason that, you know, some of their star players can keep, keep them in the game or win the game is exactly what happened last night. But I agree with that so money here. You know, I wouldn't be panicking if I was a Bruins fan or a Bruins backer. They've got two chances to win this game. And I agree with you. I would stay with Olmark and, uh, you know, trust, trust in him to figure it out over Swayman at this point. All right. Is good. my mic working now? Good now? Yeah, you're good, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there. No, all I was saying is uh, okay. he says stop, hide your biases and stop grinning about the Bruins loss. I just want that whoever's playing, hopefully the Leafs in the next round, uh, they just beat each other up. That's that's all I'm looking for. Just wear each other down. That's, that's it. Yeah. I mean, it's basically, that's exactly what's happening. I mean, both teams are getting the crap beat out of them. The Panthers are. You know, can't, can't, yeah. Yeah, and like the funny thing too is that like if the Leafs do do close it out, then then all of a sudden they're the team that gets the extra rest when it was yeah, supposed yeah. to be uh, Tampa Bay Toronto goes long and Boston Florida is the short one. Yeah, yeah, that's what they were saying last night. If uh, if the Bruins were to have won that game, they'd have over a week to rest, and uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> not anymore. Well, JH saying uh, Leafs are going to the next round? Question mark? Question mark? I think that's. Uh, Hopefully, so we'll, we'll get to that game as we just finished the recap of last night's games. But I do want to remind people, if you are looking to track all the picks that we've given out throughout the course of this season, as well as the playoffs here, you can find that in the BetStamp app, which you can find in iOS as well as Android and on the web. Uh, and you can find us in the Find Better section as Edgework HQ. Looking at yesterday, we go one and one, but we finish up. 19% ROI, uh, $42 on $100 uh, unit sizes. There you see we get the Kraken money line plus 160. You do lose on the first period over one and a half, minus 118 there. Uh, so unfortunate there, but we do finish up on the day. And if you do want to see all these picks, make sure to head over to the Bet Stamp app. But yesterday getting these prices i mean look around you found some of those plus 150 we were finding out there on seattle so you bet a hundred dollars you win ten dollars less and we feel like the easiest way to improve as a sports better is by using multiple sports books and always getting the best odds we recommend using an odds comparison tool like betstamp to do so betstamp compares odds across every sports book for games futures and player props you can save time and money by checking betstamp before you bet make sure to download the app today ios android as well as web if you are looking to sign up for a new sportsbook account please check out the offers available at betstamp.app slash edgework and you can find the link in the description to this video this stream as well uh, or if you're listening on podcast form it'll be in the the description of of the podcast as well there and signing up through this page does help support the show so please make sure to do so as well last thing before we get into the games here tonight make sure to hit that subscribe button here on the channel and so money put it up on screen if you haven't hit like already smash it smash that like button uh here to uh to help support the show as well hit that like button while you're watching but let's get into the games here tonight and i know we don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves ruts here connor Ertel asking um, <laughs> we guys be coming to the prudential center <laughs> Um, no, uh, I will be sitting right here in this chair because yeah. if we get to the conference finals, I've been sitting in this chair for every Leafs win to this point. So I'm not moving an inch. I will be sitting right here. So that's so crazy. No, if, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will say if the Devils get to the finals, I'll fly out there and, and meet you, Connor, for sure. <laughs> that would be so sick. That would be pretty cool. Um, 
All right, let's get to the games here tonight. Three games on the schedule. We'll go through each one of them, see if we have bets. If not, we can just preview them, see maybe if there's something that we'd be looking for, prices we've been looking for. And let's start with the Toronto Maple Leafs-Tampa Bay Lightning game. Obviously here now, Leafs up 3-1 in this series. At home, you've got a chance to close this one out just in terms of what the odds are here. You're looking at minus 149 for Toronto at home tonight. I said to so money and Russ ahead of starting this show from a numbers standpoint and looking at this one. Yeah, the Leafs probably should be favored here based on the fact that you are up three one in the series. You went into this one as favorites. Nothing's really changed from that standpoint. From a narrative standpoint here, though, there is a lot of pressure on the Leafs. And if you're talking about panic mode and things that could go sideways, you lose this game. The people of Toronto will basically be in a position of this series is over. We have lost now because going back to Tampa, everyone in Toronto will say you ain't winning game six in Tampa. It's going seven and nobody trusts this team in seven. So this is the opportunity. You close this one out. You get it done. But so money as our resident now uh, or honorary Leafs fan for this play these playoffs. You look at this number minus 149 for the Leafs at home. Is this a number that you can get behind? Is it too far gone? Where are you kind of at just looking at uh, betting on this game tonight? I think the number is fair based on based on where these teams are right now. Um, I certainly wouldn't be wouldn't be laying the Leafs right now. Um, but there's also um, I also have futures on them as well. So um, essentially I have bet the Leafs tonight, um, right? So, right. Um, so I think that the that the number is fair. It's not. I I I joke about Leafs in five and stuff, but it's it's really not going to be that easy. Um, this is not a Tampa Bay team that's just gonna that's just gonna wilt away here. And um, I would expect Vasilevsky to, at some point. Um, I've, I've been waiting for him to have a big game. Maybe it doesn't happen. I don't know. But um, that's not something that I would necessarily be be betting against right now. So um, I do expect him to have a, have a better game. I did notice that even, even with the score um, 5-4 and the comeback or whatever, um, the the teams were starting to tighten up a bit. And I've been, I've been waiting for that. Um, so I do like the under for tonight. Um, a little concerning with, um, especially if you've been following me for a while, you know the concerns that I have when John Cooper is um, is trailing late in games and how early he likes to pull his goaltenders and how much I've been burned with that in the past. So that 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 concerns me with the with the under, but I don't I don't expect a open game. Um, both teams were looking to tighten it up. I think that it was getting there. Um, so I do like the like the under tonight, but in terms of the side, um, I think it's it's a good number, and um, I think the Leafs do get it done. But it's not it's not a number that I'll be betting into though. Would you want to play this here? So money uh, the under six and a half minus one hundred three as it stands right now. Yeah, yeah, I think okay. that's good. So we'll lock that in here as our first bet. Um, Russ, any thoughts for you on where the numbers at? Are you kind of in agreement with so money? Yeah. Yep. I'm pretty much in agreement. Um, I think, yeah, we need to talk a little bit about the Michael Bunting issue um, because I do have, yeah, I have a player based model and Rob was posting about it a bunch yesterday. Um, this is, you know, basically just a galaxy brain move by the, uh, or like basically an opposite of a galaxy brain. It's like, it's just a overthinking it, you know, overthinking, putting in Sam Laverty for bunting. It actually changes my projections close to 3%. I've got right around minus 156 with bunting in and closer to minus 139 without. Um, so, you know, 
with the current lineup as it stands, I do think the line is a little bit long on the Maple Leafs, just as far as a market go- price goes. But you know, it's not it's not long enough for me to get involved on the Leafs at all. Um, you know, ten cents or so as far as my numbers go is not enough for me to make a play. Um, but yeah, I do think you know, I I think that uh, they're making a mistake there, not playing Bunting off of uh, just one bad game. And then as far as the total goes, we were having some success playing the overs when they were lining them at six. And early on in the season, I think the game script kind of leans towards um, a more high event game, a more, you know, kind of open, you know, open, open game, basically more chances in the Ozone. And, uh, you know, last game, it completely shifted. I think it tightened up a lot in the last two games, actually, both of them went to overtime. So I actually agree with so many here. I do think it'll be a tighter game. I think the under is worth a look. Um, and, uh, it's you know we are all waiting for Vasilevsky just to snap back into form and have one of those games where he has 31 saves and one you know allows one goal. It hasn't happened yet, and Tampa Bay has the lowest save percentage of any team left in the playoffs so far, which is absolutely crazy. And I think you can hang that on their defense just as much as you can on Vasilevsky. Um, but Toronto knows where to shoot the puck from. They know to get those uh, right at the top of the zone shots. So it seems like you know they've got an advantage there, but. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, so money hit it on the head. The number looks all right to me. As far as game script goes, I expect this to be a very close, very tight, you know, pack in the defense type of game. So I would lean towards the under, but I will have no play here. Uh, One thing I want to say, I kind of lean towards um, some of the Toronto player props just because they've been peppering the the goal with shots. But I think that they've all been adjusted up. Um, We went back to Ryan O'Reilly last week and hit that, and he was minus 150. Wake up today, and he's minus 180 to go over. And I think all of their uh, props have been adjusted to go over. So, you know, looking at that this morning, I was trying to find an angle, and it seems like they've all been bumped up by 15 or 20%. So, you know, I'd be cautious if you're looking to play that market at all. Um, so it would be no no props for me on this one. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to be rooting for the Leafs for, for you guys. And then I do have the series price on the Leafs. So, yeah, go Leafs, man. That's all I got. Um, I will say this in terms of the bunting thing. I looked into it yesterday because I didn't really know what to think. And I kind of had the same initial thoughts. Sure. Uh, Russ, as you. My th- my thinking on it right now is that I think it's hard for him to fit into the top nine. Sure. Um, he's not taking out Nyes does not deserve to take out Nice. Nice has been pretty incredible. And I mean, you look at Keith's usage of him, like the guy is pretty, he's pretty trusted at this point by the coach. And despite even having played six games now in the NHL, uh, he is an upgrade in terms of play wise over Lafferty, but there is one major, major, major cause for concern through the regular season. Matthew, um, Michael Bunting finished with 103 penalty minutes. Only one was a five-minute fighting major, which means he took 49 minor penalties in the 82-game season. The next closest player on the Leafs in penalty minutes was Mark Giordano at 52. So he doubled his penalty minutes. Um, And this is a series against a team who they love to drag you into it, and that's one guy in particular they will love to drag in. So in terms of just closing it out, I kind of got that. I love that. Yeah, and I feel bad for for Keith too because he's in like a no win situation here, right? Like, yeah. like, what is it like? I, I, I don't see the point of putting Bunting on the fourth line, right? Like, if you're gonna play him, like, like, like you need to use him properly and like where where yeah. where where he can properly slot in. So, and if he does put him in and take out Lafferty or whatever, then I mean, then he's still in a bad position that why are you making changes after you've won three games, right? So mm-hmm. um yeah, I, I 
I I feel bad for him. I I wish there was a way for them to kind of get Bunting in there because obviously he's he's a better option in terms of in terms of where you are as a team holistically in terms of goals scored. But um, it's just tough when you when you're trying to allocate minutes and you're giving Bunting fourth line minutes. It just it 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 doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I think that's super insightful. You know, I basically have all I go off of, you know, is player minutes, the numbers that I have in front of me, the uh, the analyticals. But I think that the the penalty minutes, you absolutely nailed it, Zach. That is an extreme, extreme, you know, uh, tangent that or variable that I don't have really in my model numbers at all. But that's exactly it. You know, that has to be the reason why they're keeping them out. And I think, you know, that's exactly why people should tune into stuff, tune into the show. You get some of the super insightful, um, you know, takes from like hardcore diehard Leafs fans that like I don't even you know think about looking at that angle at all and I think it, you know I think that's very very insightful and you know I'm glad you brought it up honestly Monday to Friday mornings I Jordan <laughs> yes definitely set your alarm <laughs> set your reminders no I mean seriously uh, that's super interesting yeah it was more just like because I'm looking at it like well yeah. I don't know that he fits in the fourth line role like so many kind of said he got to be used properly up in the top nine I think that's he's gonna interest. have a hard time right now pushing guys out so yeah um the other thing was jeff here says nice anytime goal scorer will say he's being used on the second power play unit he's yeah. now bumped up to the top line uh or it's uh, second line excuse me um so he's playing top six minutes and sheldon keeps putting him out there in late game situations for tying goals and stuff but i will say that that 470 is best price available in ontario i mean i'm looking at, at some of the more widely available numbers oh yeah that's, yeah, that's it's crazy. gone <laughs> like it's moving down quickly and last game i played it at plus 550 so that tells wow. you where it's gone from from there um, yeah. but yeah um yeah, near jh says yes he's playing awesome though <laughs> but yeah he's been playing really well he's yeah. deserving of those uh minutes in the top there uh okay so the only one we played in that leafs game the under six and a half currently now russ i'm going to you to start this one on this next game new jersey new york so money talked about a he's got uh he's got futures on the leafs so technically he's got uh, he's got a bet on the Leafs here tonight. You have futures yourself on the Devils, so technically you as well have bets on the Devils in this game tonight. But aside from that, on a game-to-game -game basis, you look at them, minus 110 here, best price available, plus 102 on the Rangers now. From a uh, a standpoint of, hey, you have futures to uh, now you're looking at betting it game to game. How do you kind of look at this game tonight? And do you think New Jersey deserves to be favored in this position at home minus 110 against uh, New York? Yeah. Yep. I think that this number is a little bit short, even, um, you know, I probably, I'd probably make it right around minus 120, which it seems like, uh, some of the shops are getting there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just kind of personally, um, when I do have a future on, you know, on a team like this, I don't let it affect any of my numbers or any of my betting. Uh, just personally, I, I have played the devils once in this series and we lost that game. And, it, you know, this is one of those series that's just completely back and forth. I think these teams are so evenly matched that it's kind of a difficult series to handicap. This Devils team is actually a much better road team as they've proven all throughout the regular season. So went up to New York, won both those games. You know, they come back in, in New Jersey and, you know, 
just lay an egg? Do they, you know, have they flipped the switch? Have they flipped the switch? Have they figured out the penalty situation? Um, so this is a very, very tough series for me to handicap. I think that, you know, one of the ways you could look is potentially the under just because these teams have been playing such good defense and both goalies are actually playing very well with Schmid. But see, that's taken money also, you know, and it's literally basically bet right into where I have it. I think, you know, if you would have bet, bet that last night or even early this morning at minus 115 or so, there might have been some value there. But, on, you know, unfortunately, I'm going to have no play here. I'll, I'll be rooting on the Devils. I think that they kind of have figured it out. Um, that first game, they took three penalties. They really just played absolutely terrible. But then that second game, they took 14 penalties. Third game, they took three penalties. And then this last game, they only took three. They only took, oh, I'm sorry, six games in six penalties in game three. Game four, they took three penalties. So they're starting to figure it out, starting to take less penalties, starting to kind of figure out how the refs are calling it. And that's the number one thing. If you want to beat this Rangers team, you have to stay out of the box. The only way you're going to give up, you know, chances to this Rangers team is against their power play. And I think they're kind of figuring that out. And all credit to Lindy Ruff and for getting these guys back after an 0-2 start. Um, I think, you know, like I said, I don't, I'm not sure if uh, they – just lay an egg here at home and get the next one in New York, or if they actually have flipped the switch, it's too hard to tell for me from a handicapping perspective. So I won't have a play on this game. Unfortunately, I'll just be rooting for the devils for, uh, for future purposes. So money, is there anything that you might be looking to play in this game? It's a really tough series. Um, I do. I, I do have a view on the devils, but I just need that to come down a little bit more. Um, I think um, right now, if 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 I can get a minus one ten on the on the Devils right now, I would do that. Yeah, um, let's do it. But um, it's not it's it's not widely available for me right now, so it's really tough. Like I I I do like the Devils at minus one ten, right? Now um, I've been pumping uh, Akira Schmid's uh, tires all season. I've been saying that whenever he gets confirmed. Um, the market just seems to overreact to him for no reason, and now, and now we're seeing basically on like a, on like a national level, like how 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 good this kid is, um, and it's and it's unfortunate. I, I was just talking with the guys that um, I only got one game for to to bet the Devils at an under six with 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 Akira and Ned before mm-hmm. everything before everything adjusted. So um I completely agree with Russ's take. I, I, I would have loved the under here. Um but 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 at a juiced um a juiced five and a half is really tough for me. Um the concern I have from the Devils perspective is that the Rangers um and they've and they've talked about this openly as well is that they play a much much simpler, more Ranger like game on the road. And um, and there was concern coming from from Galan going into Game Three that once they once they get back home, then he's he he was a little concerned that they would start doing things that are not Ranger like and try to like open things up. And that's right. when we saw the high danger chances for for the Devils pick up in Games Three and Four. So that would be a concern I have with the with 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 the devil's perspective in this game and that's why i'm very price sensitive here because um the the margins for me in this game are very very tight so i need i need to be able to have the perfect price in order to in in order to bet the devils in this game so if um if it does get to a widely available minus 110 um 
I'm good with that. I think that the Devils at minus 110 are good, but uh, um, I'm hoping that that this price comes down a little bit more. I I do like the Devils tonight, but um, I need that perfect number for them. So for the sake of uh, uh, of the chat and people listening back and stuff, there's only one minus 110 out there right now currently sitting. So we're going to leave it. But if you do have access to that and you can find them, someone you're saying minus 110 would be the perfect price for you to be able to play it at. Well, we won't track it here on the show just because it is not something widely available that everyone can get their hands on. Uh, so we'll leave it at that. Is minus 110 like the only price you'd play this at here? So money minus 110 or better, would you? would you wander a little bit further past that how far would you go just like or does it have to be 110 and better so in this particular game because of because of my margins how tight they are here um 110 is the maximum that i'd go to obviously i'd get anything better if it like if like the rangers take take money and we go below minus 110 like awesome that's great yeah right but like but like that's right there is like it it, it, is my max for this game okay so there you go. If you are watching, you now are looking or you're listening back on podcasts and you see minus 110 or better on the Devils, uh, playable, but we won't track it here just for, for that sake of, of transparency. Now, final game of the night, we'll look at the Winnipeg-Vegas Golden Knights. Vegas up 3-1 to one in this series here uh, after having won the last three straight games. You see Winnipeg with a bunch of injuries that they've had to deal with to this point. Um, some big players coming out of their lineup. Now, Russ, you look at this game. Uh, we're seeing, obviously, some low numbers. Some of that is in part due to the fact that the Jets still have Connor Hellbuck in net and like an over 5.5 here. We're looking at Vegas minus 180 at home in this game with an opportunity to close it out and finish off this series. What would you be looking at tonight to play in this game? Um, yeah, we made a play on the over five and a half this morning. It looks like it's taking some money bouncing around. I think that minus 119 is fine. Um, there was a yeah minus 115 around earlier. I would probably cut it off right about 125 or so. I would yeah go ahead and lock that in. Uh, this is a you know this is fairly simple for me. I think that this number should be six. I'm not exactly sure why they keep lining it at five and a half. I think like you said, um, Zach, you know a lot of uh, a lot of support, a lot of respect for Connor Hellebuck, but you know it doesn't matter a ton when you have some of your top defenders injured and you're giving up you know 38 shots a game. Um, other than that first game, they, uh, the uh, Winnipeg Jets allowed 17 shots on goal, and then after that they've averaged 38 shots on goal the last three games. Um, you know, this basically every game this series has gone over five and a half. We've played this. I think this will be the third time we've played this over. Hasn't been particularly close. Uh, my numbers have north of six and a half here with uh, with Brossois and Hellebuck confirmed in goal. I don't think we should get any surprises there. You you obviously uh, highlighted some of the injuries for the Jets. Now you've got Mark Shifley out, Cole Perfetti, Nikolai Ehlers is a uh, game time decision, I believe, and then but then Josh Morrissey is out. You know, one of their best their best defenders. Um, so you know, I, I think that the Knights probably will win this game. I have got minus one seventy nine. So, you know, no value there. I think that T-Mobile Arena will be absolutely insane tonight. We'll be absolutely just rocking on a Thursday night and a uh, a chance to, you know, a chance to move on. So I, I honestly, I think the Jets, you know, are up, up against it tonight. I could kind of see some goalies being pulled early. I could see this game getting out of hand. 
Um, so yeah, give me the over five and a half. I could, you know, get there with the four, two, we could get there, you know, many, many different ways. If it is a close game, you know, hoping that it, hoping that it is three, three or something like that, but no over five and a half is the way that I'm going to go. Um, I do have one player prop. If you want me to fire that off as well, I sure can. We're going to go with, you know, I, I mentioned all the shots on goal. Um, for the Knights and, and just the lack of defense for the Jets these last three games. So there's a number of ways you can go, but there's one that I think is just a little bit mispriced. And it's a William Carlson over one and a half shots on goal. Um, it's a little bit juiced. I think we played minus 150, but he's gone over this total in three of the four games in this series, and he should have no issues. Uh, yeah, minus 155 is completely fine. And you can see that, that, yeah, it's available a couple different places. I'd probably play it right up to minus 160 or so, which there's one of those at MGM and FanDuel and, and pretty much everywhere. Uh, but, yeah, he's gone over this in three or four games. I think he should have, you know, a, quite a few chances. And, um, you know, he's on that second power play on that second power play line tonight. So yeah, should have no issue going over that. And it, you know, if it, if it does follow the game script that I expect, which kind of an open, open game and um, very, very high event, hopefully we'll cash both these. Russ, I'll ask you one more thing before we go to so money and get his thoughts on this game tonight. Inside here in the chat says Kyle Connor over three and a half shots on goal. Now, as you've been getting more into the props, I'm just yeah. wondering if you have any, uh, any thoughts on this here. I'm looking at over three and a half minus 125 for Kyle Connor. Yeah, I, I just think it's the price is just getting a little out of hand. Um, earlier on in the playoffs, we were playing the over two and a half, right? It's minus 150, minus 160. He was, you know, coming out getting seven shots in the first period a couple of times. Last game, we played the over three and a half at minus 110, minus 115 ish. Um, he had three shots, probably had a questionable one that, you know, could have been graded as a shot, depending on who the, uh, who the shot grader is, but did not cash this one. And, you know, and then the price jumped even more. So yeah, I was seeing minus one thirties, minus one forties. And uh, I think best price available is minus one twenty-five. I think that's too, that's too steep for me to take. I think there's better ways to look, um, you know, gun to my head if you if i had to play over or under there obviously i would play the over but i think there's a i think there's other players you could look towards and um you know i definitely lean towards some of these lower you know some of these lesser known players just having to get two shots on goal man it's like you know go into the third period and just need one and just start firing away or empty net or anything like that so i lean towards some of these lesser players and uh we're going with uh, william carlson tonight all right, so we'll lock those in. So you take the over five and a half as well as the William Carlson over shots on goal. We'll recap all of these before we finish the show here today, of course, as always. But uh, so money before we move off of this game. Thoughts for you between Winnipeg Vegas tonight? Yeah, I I, I agree with 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 Russ here on the uh, on on the over. I think that uh, one of the one of the things I was wrong about in this series is that um, I didn't expect Winnipeg to want to get into a high event game um and whether it be for personnel related reasons or just because they think they can outscore outscore vegas in an end-to-end game um they they want to go back and forth with 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 vegas so i um i do agree with the uh with the with the overlook here it's it's really unfortunate for winnipeg because i think that the loss of morrissey and like the and like the um, subsequent minutes allocation after his loss, um, it 
kind of threw things out of whack for them. You have a guy like like Pion playing playing way more minutes than he should be, and that and that filters down through the rest of the lineup as well. When you mm-hmm. have guys like now Shifley's out, Ehlers has been out. He um, I'm not sure if he's going to be back tonight, but um, but but I'm really big on minutes allocation and like it just it yeah. it just throws things out of whack. Um, yeah. Hellebuck hasn't been. Um, hasn't been great this series, um, and I and I expected him to have a good series. Um, I've always been high on on a, on a Brassois. I've uh, I've made that known. I really I really like him, so I'm not surprised that he's playing well. But I didn't expect him to be better than uh, Connor Hellebuck. So mm-hmm. um, I think I think for those reasons, um, the the side looks fair. I think that Vegas should be the the overwhelming favorite. Um, I do agree with um, with with Russ on his over. Um, <clears throat> I just wish it was a little bit cheaper, um, mm-hmm. but um, I think that um, uh, that that the over is the way to go in this game as well. Yeah, it was it was like right at minus one twenty ish this morning, and then it got yeah. hit down to like minus one fourteen at Pinnacle, and then uh, just got bumped right back up. So there must be a little bit of disagreement. And they did post the uh, the lineup for Winnipeg, and it looks like Ehlers is in the lineup tonight. There you go. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, okay. All right. Uh, there you go. There's all of our picks for tonight. Um, so we'll go through the them at the uh to finish out the show here uh but so money question for you before we finish this one out jeff mcbride here asking in the chat <laughs> you won't be on the show tomorrow uh lowest price you'll play your oilers at saturday so i was um i i had to leave the chat when um when 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 you guys were on the show on on tuesday and then and i had listened back afterwards and matt was asking if i've been betting the oilers um yeah. on on a game by game basis i have not because it's been extremely yeah. inflated. Even, yeah. even this number on, um, I guess the games on Saturday, right? I, I don't know what day of the week it is. Even, even, even in Game Six, that that's a very inflated number for a for for a road game, um, in a for in a in, in a Game Six. So, I would have, um, I, I I would have needed a minus one fifty. Or just just under minus one fifty to even have interest in the Oilers, and we're seeing into the mid mid sixties, even low low minus one seventies. There's there's yeah. there hasn't been any value on the Oilers, and I yeah. I did bet them live um, when they were down against the Kings in game what is it four right? Yeah. But um, but yeah, I I I have not been betting the Oilers on a on a game by game basis. They're 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 way too inflated. Yeah, they. I think they closed that game three in LA. I think they closed like minus one seventy five, minus one eighty. So I would say, you know, if you do like it, minus one sixty, definitely play it now. But yeah, I completely agree with you. They're yeah. you, it, almost unbettable, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. minus yeah, one sixty two on the road. Yeah, some of the prices we were seeing on them were uh, kind of crazy at that point. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it makes sense. But just I mean, keep playing the over. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that we are not still all Oilers. <laughs> it's just that we're not Oilers on a game-by-game betting basis. Mm-hmm. Right, right. <laughs> all right, well, looking at what we are here tonight in terms of what we have bet on for tonight's games, let's take a quick look and do a recap here. So for every one of these games, just as a heads up to everyone, uh, we have played a full unit on all of these. So starting in the Toronto-Tampa Bay game, we're looking at the under 65 
minus 103. That's the Toronto-Tampa game, under 6.5, minus 103. And then we're going to Winnipeg-Vegas, and we are taking William Carlson, Wild Bill, over 1.5 shots on goal, minus 155. So William Carlson, over 1.5 shots on goal, minus 155. And the last bet for tonight uh, in that game as well, Winnipeg-Vegas, over 5.5 total goals, minus 119. So over 5.5, minus 119. Those are our three picks for tonight's games. And again, if you do want to track and see how we've done on the season, if you want to see uh, how we do here tonight, you can follow us in the BetStamp app in the Find Better section as Edgerick HQ. You check tomorrow morning, you'll be able to see it. Uh, as we've said over the last like month or so here now, all the picks are locked until game time because we want people to come over to the show to get it. But uh, so money, there you go. We are all not financially <laughs> on a game-to-game basis. That is, yeah, I'm pretty sure plenty of we have- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's just say I need the orders to get through this round. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Well. Hopefully the leave, uh, the leaves can help you out tonight. Leaves in five. That's what we're looking for. Let's close this thing out. Sweat free. Get in, get out, get yourself some rest and get ready for the next round. But thank you to everyone who tuned in here today. Appreciate it. Make sure to hit that like button, hit subscribe. So money, Russ, thank you guys for taking the time to do this today. I appreciate the insight, the analysis as always for everyone else in the chat. I will see you guys back here tomorrow morning, 1030 AM Eastern time. Good luck on your bets. Go Leafs, go.